And I hate to wake up sober in Nebraska Them miles and miles of empty range Shake my sense of time So pass me up a cool one Like the bike turn up the stereo Stereo you went on like a liquored up Twitter rant about it. I was not though. liquored up. I I would like to think you were liquored up. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. All right. Welcome back to the Liquored Up Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Nick. And I'm uh, BK. Eric, I really like the new intro. It's good stuff. I, I had it on the episode last time, didn't I? You did, yeah. I listened to it. Oh, I think he meant the I'm Eric. <laughs> No, no, That's no. He, he like rechanged the uh, intro on Spotify or whatever. Or the music, the podcast. yeah. Yeah, I oh, changed the logo of, too. Hasn't shown up yet. Is yeah. there a way, and I know, Eric, you hate doing extra work like in dropping stuff in, but when we get to team names, can you drop a song in for Scotty Doesn't Know? Yeah, I will do that. <laughs> okay, because I'm like, oh, man, I saw that team name. And I'm like, we got to do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'll see what I can do. You know I'm all about editing afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric, Eric will definitely add that in post-production. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's jump right into it and uh, get into what we're drinking. Yeah. Let's start. Um, I'll go first here. Um, so all draft weekend, uh, John was like doing this like anti-IPA manifesto. And mm. I say all. I mean, I was there on Saturday. So the entire time he was just bitching about IPAs and all that stuff. What's, the, what's, uh, he, what's he got there. against IPAs? He, he just likes a, a Colch and uh, lagers. And uh, so I went to the liquor store today. I was about ready to you know, pull a Pseudo Sioux or a Des Moines IPA like I normally do. And then I saw a Bohemian Premium Golden Lager from Lion Bridge in Cedar Rapids. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a lager tonight. It's got like right. some nice colors on the can, a little San Diego Padres almost looks like. So I can't see wow, it. So you got to pull closer to your face. Yeah, there so you go. We'll see. It's kind of like a... Fancy Miller Light. Yeah. 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 Nice. In honor of John, good good for you. And all the um, veterans out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is really just a test to see if John listens, because then he'll say something to me. <laughs> all right. Well, I, um, I've gone to Eagle Park again, which is one of my favorite breweries. But this is a triple IPA called Handy Andy. Damn. And it is a like a cool, and it has a little alliteration there. So. That looks like my four-year-old made that label. Absolutely, but it does not taste like your four-year-old made it. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. And I've got the Apple Jackrabbit, the official Fantastic. cocktail of Liquored Up. I, I, you know, when I, I said in the, um, and we'll get into the presentations in a little bit, but when John posted that, his video and it was ten minutes long. I had specifically asked Brooks, like, "What's our what's our time frame? Because we got we got a lot of people to go through in this league. It could be a long long process." And he said three to five minutes, and I think mine hit right at three and a half four minutes. And so when he dropped in a ten minute one, I was like, "Oh my!" If everyone's going to do ten minute videos, which you know, I didn't even get to see any of them anyway. Um, well, Eric, I got to stop you right there because I have a line in my video where I did two takes before mm-hmm. the one I submitted. Yeah. Both of them were in that 10 minute range. Like, I got it. I've got it. I, I was, <laughs> I was curious when you said that, what the other ones were not okay with, but all that to say, I really enjoyed John's video. John's video was hilarious. Um, uh, there's a little insight that you would have only got at the, at the draft weekend, but you know, he has that scene where he like turns and pukes mm-hmm. and I go, Oh man, did you have like, did you have to go buy a bucket for that? And he's like, 
bucket. <laughs> so he just is throwing <laughs> shit on his floor. And he's like, well, I'm the one that was going to clean it up anyway. And I'm like, but you could have put it in a bucket. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Well, I-, I figured I'd do a little review of it. Um, Did, did everyone get one at the... At the draft weekend, he you made it for everyone. He didn't make one for me, so I don't know what happened there. Oh, it was uh, sorry. It was the afternoon. It was after the draft that he made it. So it's uh, we all got one that was at the house after the draft. But okay. which, no, he he made okay. them and he just didn't make one for me. Oh, really? Oh, drama. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like a new rivalry. Yeah. Nick Tater, twenty twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not much of a cocktail person. Um, there's not a single cocktail I can tell you that I. I ever order or ever drink. Um, this one, I'm not a big sweet drink person. This is very sweet, um, but it's it's still pretty solid. I I'm not I, I don't hate it. Um, I wouldn't drink it all the time just because because of how how sweet it is. But I give it a solid um, seven out of ten. Nice. How did much How much did have, it cost to get all the supplies? Say, like did a, you have the ingredients? Um, I needed to get a lemon, um, and I got a shooter, um, instead of a full bottle uh, of liquor. So, um, it, I don't know what it cost, but it wasn't much. Otherwise I, you know, had the maple syrup and the glass. I was going to say, if you would have gone like full bottle of brandy for mm. the drink and you're like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 I wasn't going to use, I'm not a brandy person. Um, so I wasn't going to use the full, do the full bottle. Yeah. Um, so, all right, awesome. We all went to a draft meeting or draft uh, weekend. How was it? We sure did. And you know, Brian, what uh, what were your th- your thoughts since you were only a small portion of it? Yeah, part time participant. Who, is, uh, who are the only ones that didn't come? Me and Mark, and, and Phil, Jamie. And, and Jamie, Phil and Jamie. Okay, gotcha. And they didn't have videos. Yeah, Jamie didn't do anything. Mark didn't do anything. Um, I think we're gonna have see. to talk to Brooks. Is that is that reason for expulsion? Like, you know what? Uh, what I, I what the only either. thing I can tell you, Eric, is at the end of the owners' meeting, there were a lot of people that said, "I'm gonna step up my game next year." Right. So yeah. I think with the owners' meeting, you just we need to let it progress naturally. And, you know, maybe these other guys will will just do something next year. Just we don't need full participation here. It was like, you know, kind of a secondhand You're the, you're the good suggestion. cop. I want to be the bad cop. I want to kick him out. <laughs> I, I will say, Eric, you came in with a heater with some very high production value. Like, the, Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, it looked like you'd spent at least 30 minutes getting that, that, that camera angle and everything set up. No, oh well, okay. The picture I don't know of BK. Did you Photoshop that those glasses on there? No, he's I so I sent BK I sent him a message and said, I need a headshot. And he goes, I know I'm gonna regret this, but here he sent and he sent me two. <laughs> one was a normal one and one was that. So I was like, Well, you know which one I'm gonna use. So yeah. <laughs> and I didn't tell him what I was gonna use it for. I said it was pretty tame. I wasn't I wasn't going after him hard. Well, since we're on the you know yeah, may as well um, get into this. topic of your your video, uh, the one thing that came up from the meeting was uh, after BK. So BK was not there on Friday night, which is okay. when we watched all the videos. Oh, so he and, didn't even see it. 
Yeah. Um, uh, Brooke showed it to me, though. Okay. And so the next day, we're at the draft table, and somebody's like, hold on a second. And we're like, Brian, why don't you just talk for a little bit? And then they pulled up your video and had your auto-tune voice. <laughs> yeah. Like, go right next when Brian was speaking, and they're like, damn, it's I couldn't tell. It's spot on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. So did Phil get to watch it? Or not Phil, Pat. Yeah, yeah, Pat, okay. Pat was there, Pat watched First it. First episode. Yep. And uh, this leads right into, I mean, we're kind of skipping, we'll have to circle back because we're just yeah. hitting some stuff. We're not, I'm not good out with outlines. No, and it's not, I don't expect you to know all this stuff because you weren't there, but you just keep asking the right questions. So way to go. Yeah. Um, the new rivalry is actually potentially just like, maybe it's been a wet log and it's just taken spark after spark after spark, and it's going to finally ignite. But uh, I think Pat is is now interested in spicing things up with you, buddy. Oh, is he? Um, <laughs> I think one of the ideas that came out of this weekend was the loser of your game has to do something. So if Pat loses, he has to come on the podcast. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. But if you lose... I have to have um, Pat on the podcast. <laughs> that seems like a. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. If okay. uh, if if you lost, there was something, but it was uh, it was like the makings of something, and it seems like you guys might have a little bit of something there. Okay. All right. I'm listening. I'd say I'm listening, Pat, but I'm no, he's not listening. So <laughs> he did say he's going to put in more of an effort. Oh, this is what it was. So. Uh, he said if he wins, then you have to put together a list of like rules for the league. Like demonstrate that you understand <laughs> one, like a match em up of team name and people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just like do a, a video for the league that just shows Okay. That's <laughs> demonstrates that's, your knowledge. If you that's know? if that's actually what it is, Pat, hit yeah. me up. We'll do it. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, then the other one was Creed did a PowerPoint, uh, and his, I got, I I got Creed's PowerPoint. Yeah, uh, but then Pat, Alex, and Casey, none of them did anything because they thought it was a joke. <laughs> so they all went and did Creed's PowerPoint and just did their own flair to it, and it ended up being pretty funny. I mean, we were a, a number of beers deep. Yeah, so it was good. But I do know uh, Pat and Alex both said that. It was good, a good time, and they're going to do something next year, whatever that means. So there, it was like half the league that actually did it then. Which honestly is way more than I expected. You know, I, I think those six teams should get a compensation compensation round pick next year. Like, uh, you know how they do in baseball. There's, there's a first round, then there's a compensation picks, then there's a second round. So, you know, you're kind of like, it's kind of like yeah, round okay. 1B. Okay, all right. I'm just now now you'll there. get round 15 instead. There'll be 14 rounds next year. But if you yeah, pick, yeah. You get a... so you don't have to fight for the free agents. That, yeah. I was gonna say the guy that can make it happen is also on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So BK, why don't you? Uh, yeah, voice where you stand definitively. I want you to pick a side on this argument. I, I think a, a 15th round pick would just be punishment for those people. Yeah, you got to stay <laughs> in the room longer. Yeah, because <laughs> at least it's got to be a it's got to be a top 10 pick. Yeah, at least live people lose interest after about round 10. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. Um, um, and we'll get into more of the draft results like that specifically, but the there's only one other thing I have to add for draft weekend. Um, and you know, it's we're gonna get a little deep here, so I I apologize uh, if this isn't the content you're here for. But racism and sexism in this country get all of the limelight and the coverage by the media. But this weekend, my eyes were open to the discrimination that happens every single day to 10% of our population. And I am, of course, talking about the disease of left-handedness. Okay. And I am by no means an expert, but from what I heard, you can't play disc golf as a left-hander with any degree of success. You cannot wow. use power tools without getting scraps of metal in your eye. And using spiral-bound notebooks is literally hell on earth. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, if you want to know more, you need to go to uh, the professor that I talked to, and that's Alex Everett. And uh, he will give you his thoughts on it, whether you care about this at all or not. <laughs> um, but I think, Brian, you're also a lefty. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely a, definitely an uh, oppressed class. Um, the, the world tries to push you into right-handedness, which is disturbing almost. I was not aware of my right privilege. Yeah. Neither was I, but <laughs> I was put in my place. So was everybody else in the draft house <laughs> after about one thirty p.m. Mm. Was there so, something that triggered this? Disc golf. Disc, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, okay. The only people that are there to teach you things are right-handed people. And then they're like, oh, I don't, you're left-handed. You don't know how to, I don't know how to do it. And then they're like, figure it out. And you're like, you have been put at a disadvantage from like age three or four when you're when you're being taught things by adults. It's we have had to learn things that other people have not. What's what? How is it a disadvantage in in fantasy football? Well, I, I think we're talking about like disc golf and no, I know, but he, he listed no, off a bunch of things. Football, I'm, I'm just curious. Every if there's... single computer, the mouse is on the right yeah, side. That's true. I mean, that's like a two-second delay. Aren't they? Aren't they like wireless now? There. You can just move them. I mean, even if they have a wire, you can move it to the other side, can't you? Do you see? I know uh, people listening at home can't see this, but the ergonomics of this mouse. Yeah. This is a right-handed mouse. Mine's. Yeah, they do, look at this. Look at this mouse. Not oh my gosh! What is one. that, Brian? My <laughs> mine's super, mine's like the same on all sides. It's a super ergonomic. Okay. All right. Well, well I tell you, we do not have the time to get into the depths of discrimination that these people have to face. And I'm sorry, these people, who am I? These living, Sub, breathing, subhuman. compassionate people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, that was, uh, I, I was opened, my eyes were opened to the plight. I did not realize of... that we'd be calling people subhuman on this pod today. But, uh, you <laughs> Only lefties. Not me. Only lefties, Brian. <laughs> okay, well, with that... Um... Something else happened this weekend. What else? A draft. Right. Right. <laughs> that. Did we hit everything else uh, besides that, though? There's. Oh, no. Brian, kicker, you have an update, rule right? change? What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this hasn't been announced yet, um, but we'll, uh, we'll get this into fan tracks. Um, Nick piloted a kicker rule change for the bowl season last year. It was successful. 
and we are going to move it to um, production, if you will, for the season. So out of kickers beta now. What do you say? Yeah, out of beta out testing. Of beta testing. Um, so kickers now are going to be scored just like receivers and running backs. So if a kicker gets a 30-yard kick, it's going to be three points. 45-yard kick, 4.5 points, uh, that type of deal. Okay. Uh, does I, I need to double-check how it's going to be, but Nick, does that apply to negatives too? No. Uh, a missed field goal is still minus one. Okay. A missed extra point is still minus one, and an extra point is still one point. If you miss um, like a 50-yarder, is that minus one? Yep. 60-yarder? Also minus one. Really? If you miss a 15-yarder, it's minus one. But if you make a 60-yarder, it's six points now. So yeah. that's where... You kind of, you know, you make up for it. Might need to change that next year. <laughs> <laughs> now, what happens? So, like, what I guess if... we need to figure this out. But what happens if you're the field goal kicker? You kick it. It's blocked. You receive the block. You, it's you know, it's batted back down. You receive it. You then throw it. It's caught by somebody, and they score a touchdown. D- does the kicker get the points for for that or not? I think it's a special teams. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, when that happens and it affects a game, right? You know, if that happens in real life, we will cross that bridge. It's a lot like the punt returner. Does it go towards the special teams or the individual? Did we? I thought we changed. We piloted that in the bowl season that players get special team points as well as the special teams, but it wasn't like one point for every 25 return yards it was like if you get 50 yards you get a point if you get 100 yards you get two points wasn't it only touchdowns i thought it was only i don't remember but it was something like that but it did not make it out of beta testing eric so it's a fight that i think you're still gonna have to (laughs) the hill you're gonna die on buddy (laughs) oh it'll give me a talking point for the next 10 years (laughs) i mean we are into the second decade here of liquored up yeah all right. Well, with that, uh, should we jump into what happened in the draft? Yeah. Let's um, do it. So I had a, you know, this is, I mean, everyone kind of knew this already, but I wanted to add it up. I thought it was kind of interesting that the first five teams, uh, the first, you know, picks one through five, teams one through five, had 31 picks in the first four rounds. The other seven teams in those same four rounds had 17 picks. <laughs> what? Okay, yep. that is, I think, heavily skewed by John. Oh, it's, sure. it's, well, it's by several. Yeah, Casey's got... Casey had one, two, three, four, five, six picks in the first three rounds. I had yeah, John five. John had nine in the first four. See, yeah, John and I both had five. Casey had six. And then Jamie yeah. had four in the first three pick rounds. So Damn. 31 picks in the first four rounds for the first five teams, 17 picks for the other seven teams in the first wow. four rounds. I really liked um, how uh, Casey or Alex got one pick in and then the technical difficulties hap- happened right <laughs> before his second pick. <laughs> yeah. well, Alex's first pick was JT Daniels. Yeah, 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 but um, in the third round. Yeah, and well, maybe we'll get to it when we get there. But that was actually a surprise to Alex. He didn't realize he had that pick. Okay, well, so the technical we'll difficulties actually—it was like, Alex, you're up in two picks, and he's like, "What?" 
and then the technical <laughs> difficulties happened, and so he got to like okay reset and I my pick. Well, no, that. Out. I thought. Oh, so it was right before his first pick. Not. I thought it was right yes. before his second pick. Yeah. Okay. Because he was in the third round. Yeah. Okay. Um. So should we just go team by team? Yeah, and uh, yeah. so we're gonna. If you're in the uh, outline, I have it by order of your first pick. So Jamie had the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about him first. Yep. Okay. And Brian, your thoughts? Yeah. So I think Jamie's got an interesting team here. I think the thing that everyone, this is my personal thought, I think the thing that we're going to be looking back to at the end of the season is Travion Henderson, I think, is a controversial number one pick of the draft. Um, QBs are what scores points. I think it goes kind of QBs, and then if you get a really good running back, uh, that's kind of like the one-two punch. And I don't know, like Travion Henderson is going to score a lot of points but if you go back and look at last year, point-wise, uh, C.J. Stroud scored like 50 or 70 more points than anyone else. Um, he was above the pack for everyone else, and he just let left Stroud there. So I, I think. So I do think so Brian, the other he, he part went from this... eight. He went from C.J. Stroud as his quarterback to Aiden O'Connell, and I, I think that's just going to be a heavy lift, point-wise, to uh, make up. My 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 kind of rebuttal to that is. See, obviously, I went heavy on receivers first. Receivers are more top-heavy, even though they, they're not good. So if you don't get a receiver, you are screwed. And we got three of them in the roster. So I think there's a there's a case for running back, quarterback, or receiver. I mean, obviously, I'm making that case because I, I went receiver, receiver in the first round. And I don't want to get into mine quite yet. But I don't think it's very clear whether you do re- running back, wide receiver, or quarterback. There's there's a case for all of those. And Travion Henderson is... I mean, he's going to be the... He could very well be the number one running back in the league. So I'm not saying that he's not a good running back, but I, like, I think if you go back and look at stats from last season, you'd find some quarterbacks that scored more than Travion Henderson last year. That'd be surprising. Like I think uh, Adrian Martinez might have scored more points right. than and him so last Brian, year. I think right. you need to look at it not from total points scored, yeah, but against the position. And if yeah. you look mm. at, there's like five quarterbacks that scored more points than Travion Henderson. If you had any of those five, you'd be happy. But then, in the context of only running backs, was Travion Henderson head and shoulders above? How many tier one running backs are there? And so, to Eric's point. I think if there is a clear top wide receiver, that to me is the most valuable. Yeah. It mostly comes into play in that three to five range because having the number one running back or having the number one quarterback, I think can carry you through a lot of stuff. But I think for me personally, it's a wide receiver is my number one option. You can, you can get a really good quarterback down low. Yeah. And a good and good running backs. I mean, you could, yeah. you know, you, I could keep going as saying you could also get a good wide receiver, but um, I wasn't surprised by the pick. I also asked him a couple of days before who he was leaning towards, and he told me. But also, I wasn't surprised when he told me that that's who he's going to go yeah. with. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Jamie. I kind of chose violence there, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> the the first three picks were the three that I figured would go, or the first well. Not the first three. Three of the first four were the first three that I figured would go. Yes. So I mean, so outside of Travion Henderson, which obviously is going to be he went court. He went running back, running back, which is interesting. Quorum number two. Yeah. 
which and Coram's got he's uh sounds like there might be some split carries with him and was it Donovan Edwards is that what his name is something like that yeah who I think Creed might did Creed get him I think Creed got him low yeah Donovan Mitchell was yeah Creed got him I don't remember is it Mitchell Donovan Mitchell yeah that might be it I thought it was Donovan Edwards Mm, maybe it is I yeah it's Donovan Edwards Michigan okay uh sixth round to Creed yeah i He's supposed to be a stud too, but of course I was a big Blake Corm fan last year. So he, I, I think he's a good pick as well. Cool. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. I mean, he got the, uh, I, I think maybe an interesting play that he did is he got Oklahoma and Ohio state defense. Now Oklahoma defense really hasn't been great fantasy points wise recently, but they do have the uh, defensive head coach now. So it'll be kind of interesting to see. If that's worth anything. Okay, now as we're going through this, is everyone going to say who they think their their best roster is? We're not going to say who's going to win, but who their best the drafted end, roster is. I At think. the end, we're going to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. after and, we talk about everybody's first pick, or right. whatever. Um, oh, we're not. We're going through first picks only first, or we're going through roster. Well, I guess we can go through roster. A little I think bit. we just yeah. go through the whole roster. We already kind of went down his. His with yeah, Oklahoma I mean, and Ohio State. And... Yeah, I mean, looking at the roster here, um, I mean, he dra- this is just my personal way to attack the draft is I think defense gets drafted too early in general, and so I typically don't draft a defense anymore um, because the, the ones I want don't make it to where I think it's good to draft a defense. I did the same And I thing. never draft a kicker. Mm-hmm. And Jamie drafted two defenses and a kicker. So from like my the way I think about stuff, uh, you know, that's three draft picks of you know maybe missed lottery shots. When you get to go to the waiver wire right after the draft, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean once I, you get past the tenth round, as I said in the video, or as Mel Kiper said in the video, it's all a crapshoot. <laughs> Mel Kiper. <laughs> Sounds I mean, I think looking at Jamie's like roster Scott just a little bit more here, I think the one thing that he's going to maybe have trouble with is he's got three starting QBs on his roster, and I think he's going to find you know some week week four, five, or seven. It looks like he's going to be having to drop those quarterbacks to who's his third quarterback? He's got Sean Clifford and Aiden O'Connell drafted. Uh, Did he pick up another one in the, in the Isaiah Williams? Isaiah Williams he's is a, a wide receiver, receiver for oh, receiver. Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, but okay. he is a backup court. He's their backup quarterback as well. Okay. So, okay. if the Syracuse transfer uh, Tommy DeVito gets hurt, oh, that's right, that's right. Jamie could be looking at uh, the bus driver to hand off to Cade Brown or whoever the running back is for Illinois that crushed it this weekend. Chase Brown. All right, I got him. Um, go. So they well. That makes for kind of an interesting, you know, I feel like Creed always gets those players that's like a tight end who's playing quarterback or something. Um, you know, that in in that case where he's a wide receiver who could play quarterback, that could that could turn out kind of interesting if he ends up needing to be played at quarterback and you know. It's a potential Creed situation, I'd say it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, after last season, the league no longer intervene, intervenes in the rostering. 
I will say when the technical difficulty happened, it was Casey's pick. And Casey picked a tight end. It's like a Oklahoma it was a tight end. Bra- Braden Willis from Oklahoma. Oh, was it? It was like yeah, he's like a tight end wide receiver or tight end. He was a dual role guy. Okay. And he he picked him and yeah. it wouldn't go through. And all of us at the draft were like, 30 seconds, and he's like, I picked him. I and he kept saying, I picked this guy's name. And then it auto-drafted a defense for him. Mm. And then it was on Phil Brooks. And so Phil Brooks was like, fuck this. I'm drafting the guy Casey wanted. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he drafts him. Then we get to the third pick, and it did the same thing where, like, they put the draft in or, like, put the pick in, the timer run out, and, like, every, that's when everything crashed. Mm-hmm. But we knew exactly when it happened because Casey was like, told the entire room, I drafted this guy. <laughs> I hit draft. Yeah. And then my timer run out, ran out. So yeah. Hmm. But anything else hey, on uh... asterisk on the season? There was technical yeah. difficulties. Whoever wins this year is fucking tainted. Yeah. Don't try to tell Tainted's me about dope. it. Pat's yeah. internet is the same as Fantrax's error. I went up and reset my internet because I thought I was, and then I got, then I saw Peter was like, I I got you know mine's down. Well, so. yeah, and, and of, of course they're like yelling at me. They're like, "PK, fix it, fix it. This, <laughs> this is on you." And and I'm like, I pressed the pause button and it wasn't paused. And I was like, I, I think Nick has the ability to pause too. And I was like, Nick, press pause, and it wasn't working. And then I was like, All right, that's a And oh, Eric, this is like a funny thing that I noticed. Um, I didn't put it in the G chat. So after it was like all working again. Yeah, Antrax just went out and they just deleted the tweets. So if you like go like, oh, I was looking around and not seen any. I I I thought it was funny where they they said you know there's technical difficulties and the first response is so in other words it's a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> they and, get and some, so yeah, they so get you're like heat. oh like the, you know, like you look through their Twitter and you're like oh it's it's pretty reliable things don't yeah. break often and like oh no they're just deleting their tweets whenever things yeah break. yeah interesting. Okay, so we've anything anything else on Jamie? We should probably pick up the pace a little bit no okay no. So the, man. the second one is is nick even though you're later in the right. draft we're but you're the second overall yeah, second, second overall, overall pick, pick. now now okay how did that trade happen so here's here's what went down we're all setting up for the draft you know it's 10 a.m right and so it's earlier than normal everybody was you know kind of bleary-eyed but we had some coffee in us everybody was feeling good setting up for the draft and John starts talking about how his entire team is going to be drafted uh, by the fifth round because he's got nine picks in the first, or he had eight picks at the time in the first uh, four rounds. And he's like, oh, I've got four picks in the same round. Like I, my team's going to be stacked. And I said something like, do you want any more picks? He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, what would you, what would you want? for the second overall pick. So he gives me, he goes, I'll take your first pick, which is number seven, and I'll take your third rounder, and you can have the number two overall pick. And I was like, can I think about it for a second? And he says, yes, you can. So I get on the phone and I call Jamie, and I say, hey buddy, um, who are you drafting with the first overall pick? And he's like, well, I'm down to six players. I'm like, have you even fucking looked? Six players? Two days before he told me he was Trayvon Henderson. He obviously was trying to be coy and, like, not give it away because he thought I had the number seven pick, right? Okay. And so I'm like, seriously, seven, like, six players? Like, come on. And he's like, all right, I'm I'm down to three. 
and it's like running back, running back, or a quarterback. And I was like, well, can you at least tell me what position you're leaning? And I got him to say, I'm I'm really confident I'm going to go running back number one. I hung up the phone, and I said, all right, John, you have yourself a deal. We shook hands. We made the trade. And that is how I acquired the Ohio State quarterback. So you got the second overall pick for, say that again, because I was letting my I dog out. I gave John the number seven overall. Okay. And my third round. So he got the seventh oh, pick in the first and yep. third rounds. Gotcha. Okay. You know what, Nick? I think he I think he won that. I think time will tell. I think he won that. Jay Kaner's I mean he Jay Kaner's good. Jay Kaner's real good. I'm I'm not saying I just feel like I can basically forget my quarterback spot except for my bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Yeah. I, I also mean, it, when yeah. I was doing my draft prep, I had a clear top six. But I had pick number seven. Had seven, yeah. And so I was like, okay, if if somebody takes somebody not on my list, I'll be happy. But so if I you, trade up, I'm gonna you, be I'm I'm happy. Do you have your six? Who did your six go? What you thought they were? Uh, no, they didn't. But I knew there was no way in hell I was gonna get C.J. Stroud at number seven. Oh yeah. So I'm happy with it. Um. Let's see. What was the other thing? Oh, so this I mean, is I, the, the other thing is as soon as I'm on the phone with Jamie and John and I accept the trade, uh, fucking Brooks tries to get a little mischievous. And bear in mind, John brought the trade up at like 945. Okay. So within 15 minutes of the draft starting is when this whole thing happened. Yeah. And so it had to finish. We made the trade and then Brooks starts texting Jamie like frantically saying, Nick is going to take Ohio State's quarterback. You should just take him with the first pick to fuck him over. He even <laughs> said, and Jamie was like, no way. Like, I don't feel confident about, you know, I, I'm going to go running back. Brooks offered him. I do not know what round of a pick, but Brooks was like, I will give you a pick in the late Ooh. rounds to just take the quarterback, just to fuck Nick over. If it, so, if it were me. I mean, to just take C.J. Stroud just to screw you over and not... I mean, it's still a good pick. I probably would have done that. I probably would have... If uh, I were Jamie, I would have gone like, yep, I would have done time. it. I don't know if he had enough time to say it was just to screw me over. Because like I said, I mean, it's like... This yeah. was like seven or eight messages going back and forth. And there just yeah. wasn't enough time to do it and get the trade in or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um, the drama... I, yeah. I mean, I, I like the move to pick up Stroud. See, this is where, like, I feel like I'm not good in the league, where, like, you and Creed are like, how can we just pull some fleece over some people and, like, do some dirty-ass shit to get a good player? I don't have that creativity in my mind. Like, It isn't. As I, I just... will say, looking at my roster now, I think my biggest weakness is my running back core. Oh, yeah. And it's – I would have had a better running back at – I would have probably gone running back at seven – or with my third round pick, depending on the wide receiver situation. And uh, so, conti we'll continuing see. like with your draft, I texted you afterwards and said there were back to back picks, seventh and your seventh and eighth pick, or no, well, your uh, eighth and ninth. Just tell round me the picks. names here. It's Singleton and Palmer. Yeah, yeah, baby. Where 
I was picking those guys the next pick. And you did it two <laughs> times in a row. And I was like, oh, geez. Those are two guys I thought would, would fall far enough. Singleton being a freshman, people not maybe knowing about him as much. Palmer being a, a Husker and everyone playing down all the Husker players more than me. I was like, I don't want I know my bias is going to be to think they're better because I read about them all the time. So I'm like, ah, he's going to be, I don't, I think he's going to be overlooked by everyone. Um, but what's interesting is once we get to Mark's team, you got Palmer, who's Nebraska's number one receiver and the only player on the roster I considered taking from Nebraska. Although I still got a Nebraska running back because at the, the guy point, that scored all the points, right? The guy who scored all the points. Yeah. Okay. At, Cause at that point it was like, that's, you know, that's just how the draft ran, came out. But mm-hmm. the only one pre-draft that I was like, okay, I might take is Trey Palmer. And you got him the draft, the, the round after Mark took Omar Manning, another Husker dra- uh, receiver who is there is not even in their top eight wide receivers. He, I know. It, we, we, we had seven wide receivers play in the game last Saturday. Uh, so and I did. Omar I did Manning was on not this. one of them. Omar Manning had a little red flag on his name when I looked he at He always Rock. has a red flag on his name. That is going to happen every single game, and he's not going <laughs> to see the field. That is a terrible pick, and I know Mark auto drafted, but yeah. he is not going to play. He's not going to yeah. play. Well, yeah. we'll anyway, so Trey, the, the Trey the, Palmer the, Singleton, I think, are, are good ones. Anyway. Go ahead, Brian. Oh yeah, I was, was going to say let's let's bring it back to Nick's Nick's uh, next team. I was say, well, so that's that, those were those were Nick's team. Trey yeah, Palmer Singleton to me is, I think, has a chance to be this year's Travion Henderson, right? Who's the five-star true freshman who gets spot work for the first non-conference games, but by week four or five is going to be the lead back, and I don't think he's going to be at the same level. Is he going to split carries State. with Kavion Lee? I don't think so. I, th- I think he's going to end up being the workhorse, but I mean, obviously that's I mean, my projection. Yeah, yeah. that's I, I think you might be right. But the funny thing about Trey Palmer, he was not even on my radar until Friday when I was doing I was reading an article about uh, DraftKings Daily Fantasy, like building a, a lineup for college. Yeah. And they were like the number one play in Nebraska is this Trey Palmer guy. Like he's the, he's the number one wide out and they have this new offensive coordinator. And so I was like, all right, sweet. This is going to be great. I'm going to get him in my daily fantasy. And yeah. so I moved him up my list and he was the best available wide receiver at that he, pick for he me looked, on my he list. Looked, he looked pretty good. I mean, he was the only one of the few things that looked pretty good about Nebraska the other day. And, um, so the only other thing I'll pick. say about my team, because then we'll just move on is it got to the, 11th round right and i'm looking at my sheets and i realized that nobody had taken a single player from san jose state hmm. so i made an in draft pivot yeah well i was going to ask you about this and if you look at my last four picks i went san jose state wide receiver oh, san jose yeah. state wow. wide receiver san jose state running back san jose state jesus say that four times <laughs> quarterback and last year they had a shitty season they fired their offensive coordinator they brought in a bunch of transfers both my wide receivers transfers quarterback transfer they brought in a new oc and two years ago they were like a 10 and 3 team that won the mountain west so i'm just putting a lot of eggs in i don't that think basket. they're supposed to be good this year though 
Yeah, I mean, but there's, there's. I mean, they have so many transfers that like nobody knows. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess my question about that and is, is how are you going to manage this? Because week three, right away to start the season, you're going to be in. First of all, every single one of those players is on my bench. None yeah, of these players true. is a starter. Yeah, but and what does Eric know. say after round ten? No, I mean, I and in the video I said after round two. It's <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. What does Mel Kuyper say? Mel Kuyper. Yeah, and he even even uh, even he gave me a bad pick last year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I, I, I like the pick of Quentin Johnson. I think that's good. I think the Penn State one uh, wide receiver will be interesting just because. I feel like I don't know. Does Penn State have a lot of hype this year? I kind of feel like maybe it's just me, like thinking about the team. But I feel like James Franklin's kind of deflated them a few times. So, like, I think you know, like the running back's going to get get the ball and get the yards, and they'll be good. Well, I Mitchell Tinsley is a transfer from Western Kentucky, and so I mostly drafted him because at Western Kentucky he put up it was like a fourteen hundred yard wide receiver last year. So, like, Nick, I don't think he's going to re- redo it, but whatever. I'll be honest. I don't think you're making the playoffs this year. <laughs> uh, see, I, I think I think CJ Stroud will patch over a lot of inefficiencies. Yeah, um, I don't think he's making the we'll, playoffs. Where there'll this be year. a few weeks where CJ Stroud outscores a few teams. Okay, we'll revisit this in a couple. In uh, what? It's it's just it's so interesting to hear. I'm like, I'm not super high on my roster, but after going through everybody else's rosters, I felt better. And this is not related to the next person in the draft, but I think one of the best selling points of a three uh, conference player pool is that it compresses that ceiling. So it feels like everybody has a little bit more of a chance, in my opinion. And like a bunch of people at the draft were like, I do not feel good about my team. And so I might not feel great about my team, but I think I can make the playoffs. So, okay. And, and, you know, that's all, you know, we don't know what trades and what shenanigans are going to happen the rest of the year. But yeah, I mean, just as far as like a drafted roster, I'm saying, Nick, you got some. That's issues. so funny. <laughs> I feel, I do feel good about it. There's really? some high upside players. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. We got, we got to get, get moving. Uh, next one is Casey, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Let's he go goes, Braylon. He goes Braylon Allen. Uh, he's got to keep with the name. Uh, which Muhammad... actually he, he was getting ready to make his pick at number three and he's like, all right, I got my pick. And we're all like Braylon, right? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, your, your team name's Braylon. Let's go Braylon. Right. He's like, oh yeah. So he was going to pick somebody else. Do we know who? I, I don't know if we know. Oh, who. you might, you might've saved say me. Who, I was, but... I was, we'll get to mine in a second, but I was not thinking I was going to get my guy. Um, oh, then he goes, JSN? They go, he, yeah, he goes, Ibrahim. Then he gets the first tight end off the board. <laughs> Which is so early. Well, but he's clearly the number one. That's another one of those things that's so top heavy. If you get right, a good but then who did he pick? Yeah. Sixth. Then he, Hunter Decker. Another tight end. I, no. Oh, sixth he did. Yeah, you're right. He did sixth. Wow. I mean, I guess you can play a tight end in the flex, but like I mean what through... good is the number one tight end if you also have the number two tight end? Right. That's right. Yep. Um I don't know anything about Hunter Deckers. I when I saw that name, I was like, hmm, don't know. Uh, yeah, about he's him, a new new he, Iowa State guy. Then I, I looked him up. He looked like he was a high school stud. So, 
Um, uh, let me Marvin just preface. Mims. Spencer Petrus broke all of Jared Goff's records in high school. Right. Yeah. So being good at high school means zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> I just was hearing a podcast today, and they talked about how season ticket holders in the first six rows at Kinnick Stadium have to have their head on a swivel in case Spencer Petrus tries to hit an out route. Because mm. <laughs> he just zips it over their head at 100 miles. Nice. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear that you listened to the solid verbal. Yeah, thanks, BK. Is that how you got the Singleton pick? Because that's how I got the Singleton pick. Yeah. And what, yeah. one of the guys is at Penn State Homer, right? Yeah, so he's, he's an alumni. He's probably yeah. a shitty pick. <laughs> uh, he's an alumni, yeah. He kept talking him up. Um, okay. Then beyond that, he's got Michigan's D. Um, and he, he got, oh, he got a third tight end in the ninth round. That tells you all you need Ohio to know State's, about Casey's draft strategy. Ohio State's tight end. He went heavy on the tight ends and then he finished with a kicker. Okay. Uh, also uh that and Lucas also Amaya is not, is not the starting kicker. Iowa. He's already been dropped from his roster. So. All right. Well, um, from Iowa's roster or from Casey's roster or from both? No, from Casey's roster. Okay. So his 13th pick and his only, his second quarterback is Hudson Card, who's not the starting quarterback at Texas. Um, so he offered got... to trade him to whoever picked uh, yours as the handcuff. He offered to trade. Oh, oh. Like, I'll to... trade you Hudson Card for, like, got yours? your number seven wide receiver or whatever, because if Hudson Card or if yours gets hurt, then you have oh. the backup. Who's Mar-a-Lago yeah. Air Raid? Is that Brooks? Uh, Bill Brooks. Bill Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, they, a, they got a, him in the third round. weekend name. That was a draft trick. Okay, we'll get to that when we get to him. Okay, um, I think Casey's got a pretty good roster. Even though he's got some weird tight end picks. Um like I said, he's got the he's got the, a top heavy tight tight end, you know. He's got the best there is. Everything is Anytime you have um 15 what? 20% of your 25% 20%. 20 percent of your roster is tight ends from the draft yeah. that's a problem in my opinion <laughs> right i mean i don't i don't like that he went there with his fifth what is it sixth pick when um so ibrahim is one that all the draft prep that i was doing everyone no one was mentioning him but he was didn't he have like 60 points in that first game before he tied he, he towards acl he did but then what happened crucially what was the last part of that <laughs> sentence <laughs> no i know he tied towards acl and so I, I, I mean, whether he comes back at that same level, I don't know. I mean, but, an ACL is is that's. Well, I guess what I mean is, uh, Trayson Potts, yeah, was like a twenty a point, twenty point a game running back when Mo Ibrahim was out, fifteen to twenty, and so I think what happened is even if Mo Ibrahim is back, there will be more of a timeshare, okay, because yeah. Trayson Potts had good production last year and pots uh john got pots in the ninth yeah so yeah i mean i, mean, I, I think, think i think it's i think he's got a pretty good lineup partially just because he had so many picks early but you're right the the tight end is an issue <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I think he's got the best Mo one out can there stay healthy i mean i think the knock to me is against mo is uh, what's his face just runs his running backs into the ground and so like is are they going to be having Mo do like 30 or 40 
runs a game and by week six he's torn his acl again or something like that yeah um the other thing i would say is um if you are playing fantasy things from the solid verbal before Mm -hmm. draft weekend and you had talking about braylon allen being super young you would have scored a lot of points because he's only 18 years old and every time he's on TV, they talk about, he could be at his high school prom right now. <laughs> you know, the other thing I was talking to all of my, um, all of my college uh, roommates are from Wisconsin. They're all big Badger fans after Nebraska. And now after week one, they all claimed that they are Badger fans. <laughs> so, <laughs> only Badger fans. No, only a couple of them. But um, they, I talked to them about Braylon Allen. I said, like, that was one of the guys I was thinking I might be able to get. And they said, yeah, he's an absolute stud, but he's going to split carries uh, with Malusi. You think so? That's what he they said. last year when they were both healthy. They, that's what they said. They said that it's looking like it this year. He's not going to get as many carries. I don't. I think know. that's coach speak. I think Braylon is. Well, this is, this is, this is from the fans who, who, yeah, they, that's their analysis. And they, I don't know. We'll see. But I, also, I was, I was one... debating if he, if, if, um, Smith Najigba was not there for for me. I was really struggling with what my pick was going to be. So. Yeah. Uh, so I have one question for you, Eric, and then I won't have to. We don't have to talk about Nebraska anymore. But when we were watching the game on Saturday, mm-hmm. we noticed that it looked like Scott Frost, in just his eye area, has like aged twenty years, but just right here. Oh, really? Like if you go look at him on this next time you see him. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all you can think about. But it's I like mean, I've, just I've seen pictures eyelid. of like before and after of like the day he was announced and then, you know, the current press conference and his whole face looks a lot older. I don't okay, notice well, I'm just, just thinking the eyes maybe from last year or something, but just specifically you look yeah. at the eyelids and it's like he's he's 10 years older. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no doubt about it. It's kind of like the Obama thing where you see him as he went in office and then when he came out, I was a little bit longer, but. He looked like he yeah. had aged 30 years. All right. So uh, should we go on to EP? Sure. Let's do it. Number four overall, Eric, I'm going to, I'm just going to tell you my thoughts. Let's hear it. Somehow he ended up with, in my opinion, the top two wide receivers available. I know I did. And what we were talking about earlier, you know, hopefully you can pick the rest of your stuff to make a spot, but spoiler alert, I had you as a preseason or preseason favorite, but post draft looking at your roster. So. Oh, because of the wide receivers. And that, that was, that was my hope going into it was to go wide receiver hard. But then again, like I just said, if Jackson Smith, the Jigma was not there, I didn't want to take worthy my, with my first, I was going to go running back or I was either that or Hainer. Um, but I was surprised he was there. So, so that's that's where I kind of shifted. Once I, once he was there, I was like, I'm going all in on wide receivers because I remember Peter. You know, Peter didn't win last year, but Peter had all the wide receivers, and he was a pain yeah. in the butt. Um. So and then I liked also liked my with Reed. He's he's a solid three. So uh, your first eight picks, the only one I have any issue with is the Air Force guy, and that's only because I thought they were like. A triple option right so like there's not a lead back it's like you get a bunch of people running the ball and that's yeah. like a pretty small thing when you run the ball 65 times i mean you're going to get 20 carries but right. 
first eight picks. Yeah. Not a lot wrong. I mean, and everything I was looking roster. at Mount or the Mountain West, they were they had Roberts as the what second best running back in the in the league, and so that was kind of a flyer. I I don't feel great about that one, um, but I feel better getting Chase Brown, especially after his first game. Yeah. Um, so so you said my first eight picks. Did you yeah. think anything about Austin Bolt that he was my eighth pick? Yeah. So uh, Boise State. Um, has the potential to be really good on offense. And they have, I forget who their number one wide receiver is, but there was a ton of hype around him last year. And he basically turned out to be, if you're on a fantasy team, like a wide receiver three. Yeah. So this year, that guy's back and he's supposed to be the wide receiver one, but he's like underachieved a bunch. Mm-hmm. And so stuff that I read was Austin Bolt, is the wide receiver too, but has a chance to elevate based on production because right. the other guy hasn't been great. And he's he's got dual he's dual listed. He's a tight end. Oh fuck it. That's why Joe we gotta crack down on this shit, man. That was one of the, that was one of the guys that I found was like, oh, this one could work. If he if he takes off as a wide receiver, he's a good place he's a good guy to put at tight end. Okay. Um so that was the pick. That was the reason why I picked that one. Jeez, a little Creed pick. Yeah, I, it was. I, you know, Creed. Creed, it's always on top of those, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta get one of those. Um, My I only mean, other so, issue with your entire draft is, I don't know if you took a flyer on JJ McCarthy, but I, I've got a Michigan buddy. What? I've got a Michigan buddy, and I had a long conversation with this one. Yeah. Well, I guess what I meant is he's your third quarterback, and for me, right when you have a white when you have a QB one, which I think Logan Bonner can be, yeah, like you don't need a QB three, you just need a QB two, right? And you know, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Peyton Thorn. I took him because I needed a, another quarterback, and they were starting to come off the board. Um, Logan Bonner this week has Alabama, so I'm sitting him. So <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so Peyton Thorne is is playing. JJ McCarthy was kind of the lottery pick where uh, the guy who I know is big Michigan fan. He's hoping McCarthy takes over, um, and he says he's a physical freak and and sh- he would rather him play than McNamara. But is he that's the kind week of a two starter? Because I know what? what's his name. Is he the week two starter? Who McCarthy? JJ McCarthy. Because that was the know. big thing. Uh, Jim Harbaugh oh, came out about this? I mean, and I, announced his starting quarterback for week one and his starting quarterback for week two, and they are different people. So he okay. has come out and said, like, one of them is number one. On I'll, this have to, week. I'll have to look at I mean, I know that they've kind of gone back and forth. It was the 13th pick, and so I wasn't – at that point, I wasn't going <laughs> to go – like kind of like you, I wasn't going to go kicker or defense. I was going to pick those yeah. up in free agency. So I was like, McCarthy it is. We'll take well, – you know, if he – if I catch lightning in a bottle on that one – so be it. If I got to drop him later, I'm fine with that because I felt like I had I mean, the other the, position filled. It, it might end up working, and you know, you, you can you can play the strategy however you want. But you could find yourself very happy with your QB situation and sell him off to somebody if, if you're willing to make someone stronger, right, for a draft pick next year, right. and not really feel like you're hurting your team. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Should we move um, on? Any other thoughts on mine? I, I I think I can talk myself into why. A lot of the other teams are not very good, kind of like what Nick was saying earlier about the the um, the player pool. But not to gush over you too much, Eric here. But this, I, I think this team's kind of strong. And I, I, wow. I okay, I, I as I, 
as I was looking at mine, I, you know, normally I'm a little bit optimistic about my own as well. But I was like, and I, I mean, I think about the, mine. Sneak, the sneaky good thing here that you have is I kind of agree that a defense shouldn't be weighted too much, but a good defense can kind of save your ass some weekends. You and... know, this, this, the interesting thing is that in, in my research, the number one defense in the Mountain West is San, San Diego, Diego State. State, and they were not yeah. drafted. There were set, there were some San Diego State ones drafted, I felt like. Fresno State was. Air Force was, and I got them in free agency, and they were rated like the bottom of all four conferences. But they've got uh, four or five preseason uh, first team all all Mountain West on their. I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, they're I a solid defense, and and they were just rated wrong. I think so. That's what I, I did. I, mean, I, think, I think where you're going to get some value out of them is like. I don't know their schedule off the top of my head, but they're right. going to be playing like Colorado State, Nevada, like, right. <laughs> and right. it's like you know, like Wisconsin's going to be having to probably go up against like a yep. semi-good defense or a semi-good offense, and it's just like that they're going to be. Yeah, I will say, you know, it, there is like that top echelon of defense, mm-hmm. and if you can get them, for me, it's like if you can get them in the fifth round, I would consider it. But the problem is, you always have people that are like my third third round pick i'm I'm just gonna lock up the defense not think about it yeah i mean iowa and wisconsin went in four yeah right and i think i would have i would have thought about them in four but they didn't make it to me yeah yeah i didn't think i was willing to go that high for a defense but anyway um okay any other thoughts on mine before we move on to mark no i'm I'm gonna take a flyer on mark's team here i gotta take a flyer for i'm gonna do so, so Mark my only comment, my only only comment about Mark, right? He he auto drafted, so we don't need to talk too much about decisions. Yeah. But Titus Swen, who I think is the best running back in the Mountain West, potentially broke his rib against Illinois right after the the draft ended, which would really suck. Uh, you know, obviously injuries happen, but yeah, the week well, zero thing. You know, it's an auto draft is not the same in college as it is in the NFL or on fan tracks as it is on say ESPN. They don't rank they don't rank the players correctly. So he got a kicker in the fifth round and a yeah. defense in the fourth and another defense and another kicker by the end of the draft. And like I said earlier, who the guy who's listed as the number one receiver at Nebraska, who's actually the eighth or ninth in the eighth round. So it's like those are just throwaway, throwaway picks. He's yeah, I agree. But you have to look at Mark's team in the context of the Creed rape. I mean, sorry, the trade he made with uh, <laughs> Creed last year. Um, and after. It- 